Jeanette Fuchs, Denise Rago, Happy Crochet Hookers, Shirley Jones and Sheila Jones. We are Southern Gals, Hot Tamales from Olive Branch, Mississippi. I'm Josh. I'm Kristen. This is Hippie Hayes, and we also have a podcast called Haunted Hayes. Hey, I'm Suzanne Birch, and this is Kelly Dion, and we're with Wave Raptors and Reptiles, and we're here at the Olive Branch Festival. Afternoon, Cash. Afternoon, Zach. Brother, how's it been this week for you? It's been exhausting, tiring, and most importantly, exciting. Potentially going to be switching careers, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're quitting the podcast? No, 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 not yet. (laughs) No, just going to be driving down to Tunica a lot more, be a sportsbook supervisor and ticket writer, so right up my alley. Oh, yeah, that is your jam, man. This is sports gambling over there. It it really is, so I'm going to have a lot of fun with it, and then... Music is making a nice little comeback. The Botanical Gardens just released their fantastic lineup that we're really excited to do a couple promotions for. And honestly, I was a little upset that the Hernando concert series got rained out last week because I don't know if you've ever been to that, but hopefully we can get something like that up here at the Wesson House. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I look forward to anything like that. And your week? Uh, Man, you know, let me tell you what my week dominated was is my son turned 13 we got a teenager Whoa. in the house so uh, did he get like that automatically i'm angry at the world now and no I, you know something i told myself i would never do i broke down and got him a phone oh um, no you know, so it's that pivotal age i guess you know i'm not one to say that you you break for peer pressure mm-hmm. or something you know but he was the last of all of his buddies to get a phone <laughs> and and here's the deal he's a great kid and i couldn't be more blessed my wife and i have uh having amazing kids and he shows unbelievable maturity when it comes to responsibility. Uh, he is an absolute wonderful son and I couldn't be a more proud father. And so, uh, if he ever listens, uh, happy birthday Titan. It means the world to me. Good deal. So do you have any parenting advice for any other people that are now going uh, to that teenager phase? Uh, I'll tell you this is that, you know, consistency is the, is the dream that mm-hmm. makes things work. You know what I mean? Uh, if you, if you say it, mean it, you know, follow through. It's just like, anything. that's the hardest thing in the world right there yeah. is if you're going to come out with a punishment, then you're going to have to come through with it. Yeah. The second they realize that all you're doing is chumming, you're not actually putting bait out there. It's not really going to matter. So, uh, yeah, that's all I could say. You know, every kid's unique, you know, you know, your children, you know what they love, you know, you love them and you make the best decisions you can and hope you give them, uh, the guidance to make good decisions on their own. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. Like my groundings were a joke to me because mother would always try to ground me and she was like, Oh wait, I have to be around you two kids? No, no, no. So she just started locking us outside the house. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you there, brother. Uh, so speaking of houses you're talking about in our market around here, uh, there aren't any. Got to speak to Brian Couch the other day. Uh, you know, 
He is one of the most phenomenal realtors in our area. We talk about him every week uh, in his group with Team Couch. Uh, They just do amazing work. Uh, As we've said 100 times before, guys, and I'm going to keep saying it, we have used Brian several times. He really contributes to our show, helps us out a whole bunch, and is one of the main reasons we have this podcast. We can't thank him enough for it. His crew does an amazing job for our county. I mean, they've been ranked number one in our area forever. They're nationally ranked. They've done more closings you can shake a stick at, you name it, whatever. Uh, these are the guys you want to work with when it comes to real estate. doesn't matter if you're buying or selling. This market is so contentious. People are being so creative and also trying to be backhanded or do things behind, you know, behind closed doors, trying to be sneaky, whatever. And if you really don't have a really good realtor or realtor team behind you, that kind of uh, guides you through some of these things that can lead to a lot of problems or hurt feelings, money loss, or just a loss of a contract in general, I highly suggest that you maybe give them a call. I mean, right now they're doing a free market analysis for anybody who's considering selling their home. Uh, This is a big deal. I mean, selling a house in DeSoto County is kind of a fast sell right now, but you also need to realize what you can get for your home, what's the best advice you can give to sell that home, and then also maybe have a realtor already being forethought of where you're going to be going if you're staying in this county. And if you're already the top name, have one of the top experiences when it comes to the overall team, uh, I think you are amiss if you don't give Brian Couch and his team a go. Well, I mean, one of the biggest things about them, at least for me, is this is their career. You know, this isn't their second or third job. Sometimes you can't reach them. You'll be able to get in contact with them for, like you said, these things move fast. So you don't want somebody else to come underneath you or go over the top of you. They have all that information oh, there's no at doubt. hand for you. No doubt whatsoever. And trust me, I know there's some people out there who are like, well, I can sell my house by myself for sale by owner. Just be careful. I promise you, things can go south fast. And uh, to me, uh, you get what you pay for, and there's nobody better than Brian and his team. So you can reach these guys at 662-449-1700 or go ahead and visit them online at teamcouch.com. Now it's time for our motivational message. And we found a really cool one that is a mosh posh of different motivational speakers that are going to help you get that little extra step that you need this week to just move forward. We hope you enjoy. You know who's going to bail you out? You know who's going to come and rescue you? You know who's going to come and save the day? No one. No one's coming to tell you to turn the TV off. No one's coming to tell you to get out the door and exercise. Nobody's coming to write the business plan for you. No one's going to come and do it for you. You're going to have to do it all yourself. And many of you are not where you're supposed to be, not because you're not gifted. You have absolutely no discipline. I need you to confront you because you're the one holding you up. I need you to confront you. I need you to look in the mirror and tell you, you are not going to do me like this no more. You give you a pass. You are not where you're supposed to be financially, and you gave yourself a pass. You know you're better than that. You know you should be further in life, but you keep letting you slide. It's time you punish you. From now on, you're not going to hold any other human more accountable than you hold yourself. It's these moments, these decisions we make on a daily basis. Do we get up early and go for a run? Do we hit the snooze button? Do we go that extra rep in the gym? And our body's dying. Do we push past that? Those inches you need to be number one then are around us every single day. It's that you get up that day and do those little tiny things, the little details, the little nuggets of life. That's what adds up to be the difference. Now we're going to head into our news, and the first thing we want to let you know is, shocker, DeSoto County remains the fastest growing county in Mississippi. 
According to 2019 census, there were 178,000 people. Uh, yeah, I think that's a little low cash. I think so, too. Now, I don't want to say it was all the annexation that just happened, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it's counties. The annexation means nothing. Yeah. I'm willing to bet when the census report comes out that we just did, I think it, what, it comes out in August, maybe mm-hmm. September... Gosh, I hope so. You know, if anything moves at the you know speed of government, which is snail or the grinding halt, as we call it, uh, we'll never know. But I'm willing to bet we're over two hundred thousand. Easy. Easy, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And I know that the amount of counties has been stable, but the shocking thing to me is that there's eighty two, and I, I just can't fathom us having that many counties. Yeah, trust me, I used to teach geography. And one of our tests, if you remember back in the day, was you have to be able to label and locate all 82 counties. And needless to say, I was never the favorite teacher during those couple of weeks we studied that. Oh, believe me, I, I can believe this because you were my geography teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and I was awesome, was I not? Go ahead and tell the uh, listeners. Oh, yeah, the, the best geography teacher that anyone could ever ask for. A lot of movies, you know, you always got that TV <laughs> cart coming out. <laughs> Everyone's day was made. Take that somewhere else. You're so full of crap. <laughs> Just just because we did coloring in class does not mean I was terrible. The rest of the class might have done coloring. What I did was an abomination. <laughs> yeah, th- those lines were meant to stay inside, Cash. Is right? that what they're for? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. See, I, I thought that was more whatever. abstract. Whatever, whatever. You know, Cash, with all these people coming into town, there's plenty of work opportunities in our state. You know, there's a big complaint going around our county right now about needing workers. If you go anywhere, it has help wanted signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need help. Applications here. We're down people. I mean, even Gersani's in Memphis has posted things where they're not serving lunch anymore because they're short workers. And Gersani's. one of the best sandwiches you will ever be able to get. Right. You know, so when you read stuff like that, you're like, crap. But, you know, the also thing is, is that people, uh, you know, the wages right now are just not great. And when you've been getting good benefits or you found alternatives to work at home, there's not a lot of desire to get out. But mm-hmm. I can tell you there is a place that is worth getting out and checking out. And that's one of our great sponsors. That's Hatcher Landscape. Guys, right now, they have amazing job opportunities. And get this, their pay starts at $14, $15, $16 an hour. And that is entry-level positions. If you have experience in any of these positions we're about to mention, it even gets up to 18 19 And in the 20s, when it comes to starting salary, if you have experience, and that includes great benefits, that's insurance, benefits, retirement, and not only that, you work for them long enough, you start buying into stock when it comes to the company, this is a place you can retire. Their motto is hire for for life. life. And so there's nothing better. Now I get it's hot, it's humid, but there is something satisfying about putting your hands out there in the dirt or working on something and letting it flourish, grow, and become something beautiful. And that's what the landscaping company does. They do irrigation work, construction work, maintenance work, you name it. They have a variety of things. And so there's a lot of opportunities. And not only that, you can work your way up into our company. One of my best friends in the world has worked his way up from the lower ground level to where he is an account manager now. Him and his family are doing great with this company and they love it there. It's a home atmosphere. You feel like you're part of everyone's family. And they take care of their employees. I mean, we went to a benefit a few weeks back where they're giving money out, feeding all the families, doing giving back to all the people who work for them. You name a company that does that around here to that level, I challenge you by emailing us and letting us know. There's not much out there. And so this is right here in our backyard in Olive Branch, ran by a fantastic CEO that is Russ Need, also a friend and family of this podcast. This is the place to work. We're talking about openings right now. Mechanic, uh, irrigation technician. They're looking for construction foremans, uh, entry-level positions galore, multiple more. I'm telling you, go call the company right now. They have a great talent acquisition person. That is Gabby. And you can reach her at 662-755-3207. 
or go to hatcherlandscape.com and they have all the information there as well. The next thing we want to mention is Front Porch Boutique, which is right there across from City Hall in Old Town. They're going to have a one-year grand kind of opening thing on June the 26th, and they're going to have our favorite people there, Tacoholics. So it was Saturday this weekend, and that means the farmer's market. How was it this week, Zach? Man, I got to tell you, I was able to sneak over there for a few minutes. Um, you know, today was at OB Festival, too, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I have to go over there and see those locals. After last week, and it started off, I needed to go see those folks again, picked up a few items. It was fantastic. Did you get the same banana nut bread or change it up? Uh, no comment. Okay. I, I don't okay. want anybody to know my uh, <laughs> diet splurges uh, by any means. Cause hey, I, those weekend calories don't count. They're right there with holidays. Yeah, my wife doesn't agree with you, and that spoon she carries hurts. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I especially stopped by, you know, we forgot to mention him last week and, and, and you know, I know she's going to kill me because I mentioned her by name, but oh, Cheryl Grady, she, her and her girl do these, what's called resonations. It's these resin crafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool stuff. Wild colors, you know, just crazy. Different designs and yeah, everything that you, you know, would just imagine. Anything you could imagine that all these cool custom molds they do. Uh, Little like trinket boxes and just yeah. so many different things that you can use around yeah, the house. Coasters. Much, yeah, too much to mention, but I can just tell you, it was really neat. It was great to see them out there again. Uh, you know, and of course, the, the usuals, the produce and uh, Linda, all them. So I feel like it's flourished a little bit more. I saw more people there today, even though we have LB Festival going on. Yep. Um, so that that was great to see. I was concerned that that might pull from them. But if anything, I think the word's getting out. And hopefully our last week's episode, which exploded, exploded. by the way. Yes, thank you, We want to say thank you to everybody who listened last week or gave us a shot. Our numbers went through the roof. You're talking about farmer's market. Go figure. But, I mean, it's also a different market because, like you said, like you can get a lot of different fresh produce that you're not going to get really anywhere else. And so it's kind of sustaining itself as something different than the OB Festival. Yeah. Agreed. Well, speaking of OB Festival. Before we even got in the door, I was spending money at the DMV right there. There's this lady setting up doing pork rinds or, as I've always called them, chicharronas. Fantastic. Can't know, get enough of like, them. You can't even get into the festival without getting this smell. And this aroma of greatness. Oh, yes. When we pulled over to that place and said, oh, my God, we're talking about (laughs) we're not talking about bags. We're talking about giant Tupperwares full of absolutely amazing smelling and tasting pork rinds. As her husband is frying them right there next to us. Oh, my God. You knew I had to get a couple bags. Yeah, it it was ridiculous. Needless to say, we're licking our fingers before we even actually walked (laughs) into the festival. But what a festival, man. Shout out to Jay Nichols and everyone else that had a hand in this. City of Olive Branch in general. The, I think they put this together in a little bit over a month. Yeah, I think it was just maybe two months tops, you know. And to get all the overfilled with vendors. Yeah. and Capacity. I always say capacity, but I think they set a number mm-hmm. they wanted and they completed that number and some. To me, the park is so large. You really could all you could add so much, yeah. but there's just not enough parking. And we were a little nervous about how they were going to do it. This is the first time I've seen where they let you park on the grass by the main entrance. And with as much rain as we got leading up to this kind of event, it was it a was, little risky, but it was perfect. It worked. It was perfect because it was shaded. Yep. And people could walk right into the walk path. If you didn't get to go, guys, you missed out. They put all the vendors along the walk path under the pines. Yep. You weren't out in the middle of the sun or anything else. It was fantastic. Don't get me wrong now. We sweated through our shirt. Because we were out there for four and a half hours. Absolutely. But, but and a massive shout out to Olive Branch Police Department for their all their job with the crossing, people coming in, out, oh, doing man. the parking that they did. 
and the fire department for driving around with the EMTs, making yeah. sure that no one was passing out, giving out water. Hey, and kudos to the citizens and people who showed up. There wasn't trash on the ground. Nowhere. There wasn't people being, you know, being just holding hurt. their trash. Yeah. Like, I they mean, were taking like, care of business, mm-hmm. being kind, friendly, money being spent, building the community, promoting the community. community. It was just, it was fantastic from start to finish. I w- I'm not going to lie to you. I was concerned that the turnout might be low. You know, you everybody wants to compare. You know, when you go down to A Fair and you hear that over 10,000 people showed up. Well, I got news for you. OB Festival, it was close. Yes. There was a lot of cars. When I say there was more par- there was more parking in the city park than there is at A-Fair. Right. And so- There wasn't necessarily a whole lot of extra parking because there was a baseball tournament going in on uh, all the fields yeah, over there. There wasn't an empty spot of the entire park. And it was no. amazing. It like was electric said, to see. Yeah. I mean, like, thank the Lord we had good crossing guards, mm-hmm. good OB police department, the fire department, everybody working hand in hand to make this a great, <laughs> great festival. One of the highlights for me was seeing all of the people come from that dog park right there across the way, straight over with all their dogs. And you're seeing uh, everyone going crazy for all the different size great dogs. Danes, Hollywood feet out there. I saw a couple of the Pyrenees. It was just gorgeous. But some of the vendors were great guys. Let me tell you this. We decided to meet with every single vendor. So when I say we were there for four and a half right. hours, I'm willing to say that we shook hands and introduced ourselves and made sure everyone knew we were there to support them. And mm-hmm. we thanked them individually for being there, being a part of this festival, because it's a big deal. This is. is how you build your community by bringing this kind of commerce into the area. And so it was fantastic. We took a picture at about 98% of all vendors. If we miss you, we could not be more sorry. Right. And then we spoke to all of them. We took business cards. So guess what we're going to do? We are going to put a Facebook post out on the same day this episode drops on Monday that is going to show you picture after picture of all the vendors, the stuff they were selling, uh, who they are, uh, contact information. All this stuff will be either on a Facebook post as well as our show notes. And you'll be able to see if you see something you really liked, you can check our show notes out and you'll be able to see who that vendor was and be able to contact them and find out where they might be on the next craft show. And if we have another festival or another event like this in Olive Branch, Boom, there they are, and you can be looking out for them. It was, I mean, everything you could imagine, guys. Let me tell you some of the the, the highlights for us. Yes, the highlights for us. That's a good way to put it. Number one, you always think about food and everything else because we're two big old fat boys. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. a heavy set fellow. I love my food. And so whenever I think about A-Fair, as much as I love it, you have to understand, at A-Fair, the booths have to pay for their rental spots, mm-hmm. okay? And so you're already starting the hole before you get there. So food prices are a little more expensive at A-Fair. A good example is a glass of lemonade is $6 at A-Fair. A burger or you know, or a barbecue sandwich is going to cost you $8. Yep. If you want a plate, you're talking over $10. So if you want a full course lunch, you're going to be in the neighborhood of $15 to $20 to eat at A-Fair. That's not bad. Considering you know, fair standards when yeah. it comes to food, that's pretty average. That's okay. But I'm also uh, a person that likes to sample every single thing whenever I go to a festival amen, or fair. Bro. Amen. Keep preaching. Keep and, preaching. Yeah. Come on. So bring like, it. I mean, right I want here. that funnel cake. Collection I plates want, coming across. Come yeah. On. I mean, you know? I want that lemonade. I want the snow cone. I want to try a sandwich here. I want two tacos. Like, if you only get one taco, I, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, like, I, mean, just, really, I mean, that's not a sampling. Yeah. You know right, I mean? I mean, the, the second one could be completely different. You exactly. Know? You know, you know um, maybe, maybe try a little different hot sauce. But you also don't want to spend $40 to sample. That is a huge thing. So at the OB Festival, we had some girls working with us, by the way. Shout out to Nyla and McKenzie. Fantastic, Fantastic job. Awesome job. Anyway, they went, to a, uh, they went to a burger shack, got a burger, fries, and a drink under $10. We went to 
bing, 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 the highlight of food to us, and that was Taco Holics. Taco Holics. Oh my God. So, Cash, tell them what you got. I got the chorizo torta, and I couldn't be happier with how massive this thing is. Like, this comes in it your was a football. lunchbox. It was a football. And it was massive. Like, it, I looked really, at it, I was like, the oh, styrofoam boy. plate was not meant it was to embarrassing. That. It, right. Yeah, it was oozing out of every corner. And they griddled this thing to have such a crisp bottom and top, and then just like buttered it or something to yeah, look. Buttered it with the chorizo. It was looked like. It, oh my god! It, it was it was heaven on a bun. Then the know? cheese that was it, it had a pizza stretch cheese coming out of it. Time I was out of I'm, I'm gonna go get a snack. Hold on. <laughs> you, you can still eat a snack after this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! Yes, he, he gave me a corner of this, and let me tell you delicious and oh, yeah. so i got i just went ahead with a normal quesadilla but i wanted to go with their chorizo quesadilla let me tell you folks i've had some quesadillas in my day and i've had some chorizo and i love some chorizo by mm-hmm. some certain restaurants around here i have to say it took the cake it, it was has a, a, it some was of the best top. flavor i've ever had and then it, just the, almost the like texture. breakfast sausage crumble like it was so big yes oh god and it was just stuck together you know I, there's something bad about it. if you overcook chorizo it just comes crumble yeah that's the thing it loses disintegrates it disintegrates mm-hmm. and you feel like you have crumbs everywhere when you eat it this right here was like it was like breakfast sausage candy. but just all of the mexican seasonings that you know and love no no no, no. meat candy it's meat candy. Don't 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 you ever confuse that again. Okay, <laughs> it was delicious. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, my son took a bite, you know, because I had some left over. Because like they were just eating, and, and and he was like, That's he was like, I, chain. You know? like, I can't eat anymore. I'll just take a bite. Two seconds later, picking it up, taking another bite. Yeah. I can't eat anymore. All I know is he almost took a finger off. Oh you know, yeah, <laughs> it was that good. So uh, shout out to Talkaholics. That was absolutely fantastic. The snow cones out there that had so many different yes. flavors. Yeah. It was actual snow cones. You know, it wasn't just yeah, not uh, crushed ice with juice on top. Yeah, of it. There, there's a distinction, people. There's a distinction. We, we can tell. Uh, so if you're going to spend money on, you want that stuff that's angel fluffy that turns into like a not soup, but close to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it's know. almost drinkable. Like, you know, you're licking it and it's a like soft serve ice you cream You realize cup. we've been talking about food for over a minute now. People are going to realize we're obese. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I, I'm over here thinking that this microphone is an ice cream cone at this <laughs> you point. You want to drool off that? Yeah, no. I, I, I want to save uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. All right. So some of the other great vendors we had, guys, get this. One of them was called Wave Raptors and Reptiles, okay? We go over there, and there's a woman holding a white snake. When I say white, white. I mean white, okay? I'm a little terrified. Like, yeah. I'm not a snake person. I'm not really a huge reptile person. But uh, I'm intrigued by how friendly she is oh, with the yeah. snake wrapped around so her arm. This is, you know, it's a snake. You know, like, okay, everybody, I've seen a snake until she tells us the name of the snake and yeah. lets us know this is Jon Snow. And that's when I drop my pamphlet and I'm laughing and I'm just, I have to grab my knees because this is just money in the bank. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? As true Game of Thrones aficionados as ourselves and love the show, for her to drop out Jon Snow, you know nothing, nothing. Jon Snow, all that kind of stuff, I was. I was blown away. So, of course, I told her we were going to mention on the pod. It was she just, was a little history lesson with them. And then they also have owls. Yeah. Like Jasper. Old Jasper, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then I, they have another animal, Ruby Red House. Uh, no, Ruby. What was it she called again? Golly. I don't I've know. Done, I fumbled this one. Yeah, they used to have another owl named Rufus, but then they had a they had a third snake later on in the day. Ruby Roundhouse. That's Ruby, what Ruby yep. Roundhouse. Yes, that's it. But then also Jon Snow later in the day when I went back to get the soundbite that you heard at the beginning of this episode, chilling in a metal bowl of water, just happy as a clam, just uh, spinning around. I'm jealous. Oh like, my yeah, goodness! Because I mean, we were out there sweating. Never mind. I'm not going to say the rest <laughs> of that statement. But uh, another great place. Get this, guys. We were walking there and we met a guy, and so people have. 
dogs and cats and birds and you have snakes. But how about a guy who had a pet bearded dragon loaded, laid it over his shoulder? And I was like, uh, what you got there, homie? And he's like, this is our bearded dragon, Roxanne. And I was like, you don't have to wear that red dress tonight. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I was just taken. So, of course, I gave him a pamphlet, flyer. And, you know, I said, hey, man, I'm going to get a picture and like that. He introduced me, gave me some history. This was the coolest little reptile ever, man. Oh, my you know, goodness. It wasn't a Komodo dragon he was having to hold. I mean, this thing was smaller than a, you know, a football. Yeah. But who cares? When I say and, bearded dragon, it was legit. And speaking of footballs, we saw some of the coolest wallets I've ever seen <sighs> made out of old footballs and catcher's wallets yes. made out of catcher mitts. Dude, this guy, his, his stuff on here was phenomenal. I mean, like. He had an old catcher's mitt that he had turned into like a tri, not a trifold, mm-hmm. but a bifold tall wallet. Yep. You know, like one you can like put one a checkbook, checkbook in. Yes. And like that, that had multiple flaps on the inside, which were just different layers of very old catcher's mitt. And material. like, could you imagine anyone who actually plays catch with their kid and everything, and then you oh, finally get ready to retire yeah. and you make that a wallet? If you're a true baseball fan, this wallet was the pinnacle mm-hmm. of a wallet. You know what I'm saying? Kudos to this cat. That was absolutely... But the t- the award of greatest name of greatest vendor, <laughs> bar none, bar none. And y'all heard about the top of the show. Right? Yes. This is the crochet hookers. Oh, I my mean, goodness. I'm dying. Like they're... As soon as like we're trying to get their information, I, I, I look over, I see that side. I'm like, Zach, yeah. you've got to look at this. This is when I took a knee because I was just afraid I was going to embarrass myself, dude. Three great ladies. Uh, and Three this, great grandmas. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you just got, like, I mean, they're yeah. older women and everything, probably 60s up in the 80s, How 90s. dare you insult them? Like I'm that. not insulting them. <laughs> I am enjoying they their a wisdom. They over 40. How dare you? <laughs> uh, no, no, it was. They were fantastic, and they were giving us some history about how the group was kind of gotten started before the pandemic, but it flourished, you mm-hmm. know, using Zoom and meeting up at a coffee shop, and now, you know, they're looking for even more members because See, uh, it for, really built the community in their own way. And uh, you can join them. They are definitely looking for new members and everything. So if crocheting is something you want to get involved with, or you already are, go ahead and look them up on Facebook for the Crochet Hookers, and they just meet twice a week on Zoom. Yeah, Facebook. It's, I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. Go check it out. Guys, overall, the festival was fantastic. They had an amazing car show. I think it had about 30 or 40 cars we saw out there. The Bob Marr Classic Car Show. Yeah. I wish I was a car person so I could appreciate it more, but just being able to walk up and down and see all the different vehicles. It was quite a variety. You it know, was. When, I, when you think about car shows, you know, you're thinking about old roadsters and like that. They had a couple Model T or that kind of era mm-hmm. vehicles. They had some like 80s model trucks, some 70 models. There trucks. were some newer vehicles. And there were some brand new ones. They had some really cool airbrushing. Um, and then they also had a few Jeeps. There was a CJ5. I'm an old Jeep guy. They had some Willys Army Jeep, old CJ5. And then they had some very interesting vehicles that I, were just kind of personal touch vehicles. Yep. There was a late 2000s model of Camaro that was just decked out in cowboy stuff. Whoa, Michael dude. Irvin number on the side. This was probably my favorite vehicle, not because of any of that, but he named the car Space Ghost. Yes. And for anybody out there that actually watched Space Ghost Coast to Coast, yes. that show just has a special spot in my heart. Yeah, And Very that's actually why he named it was that because I was actually able to sit there and talk to the guy for a little bit about it. He's just like, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I just named it that. Not a lot of people know it, but it is actually named after that show. So no. thank you for acknowledging it and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, but uh, yeah, very interesting. And of course, they had plenty of inflatables around there. There were several churches that came out that did brought inflatables for the kids to play on. Uh, a majority well, of them were on the shade, but there was a few out there in the middle of the track. I have to say, 
Bravo. Bravo for braving the heat. Yeah. Wow. It was impressive. Because uh, as you said, there was a lot of kids running up and down those little play plans, the inflatables. There was a dunk tank out there. I think that was ran by the Dream Center as well. And there was a team from Florida for the Dream Center that was up here doing a mission trip and trying to get people make give a little bit of acknowledgement that Dude, the the dream center is just phenomenal mm-hmm. they had their blue shirts on everywhere just like we had our navy shirts which actually turned almost black due to sweat but hey whatever yeah i don't know if mine was ever navy <laughs> as soon as i was i was already a sweat box as soon as we got out there <laughs> well, if you have that palomalo hair over there i'm surprised you'll sweat every day but anyway but it, it, shout out to all the churches out there because every church had a cooler of water that they were giving away or they had some lemonade making sure kids were hydrated yes. and Th- was, that's a big thing for churches. It was do. great because it would just show community support mm-hmm. and showed people just promoting the community. And like, that's what we want to do always. And so it was just fantastic. So shout out yeah. to everyone involved. Yeah. We're uh, the Griffin roasting, as we all know, I'm a huge coffee person. So it's always nice to see them getting a little bit of love. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. And again, if we didn't mention your vendorship in person, there were so many great ones. I mean, there was a woman who had uh, these special blocks and jars that could uh, that capture carpenter bees. There was a woman who had Which amazing- is one of the coolest things that yeah. I've uh, ever seen. And if you ever see this lady and have problems, please go get one of those. We each got one. Make sure we could help take care of carpenter bee yes. problems. And uh, I have high hopes for it. Yes. And then there was also this, uh, the hummingbird wine bottles where we were a hummingbird feeder. Like, there was just too much to talk about guys. It was just fantastic. It was such a great variety. And hopefully <laughs> next year it's as, it's going to be bigger is the plans for it. But even if it just remains this size, make sure you come out next year because this is going to be one of the coolest things that the community is able to put on. Let's continue with our news and this more of on the state level. The Mississippi Supreme Court Justice Michael Randolph has decided to use a legal provision back from 2012 to give himself a raise of $15,000 up to the illustrious salary of $174,000. Now, of course, he gave similar increases to the other nine Supreme Court justices, as well as 10 court appeal judges, 57 circuit judges, and 52 chancellors. So basically, that means just about all of these people got somewhere in the neighborhood of a $15,000 pay bump. And that's going to be equal to roughly $2 million. Um, This bothers me. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I get this as news, and we try to avoid opinions on this. Um, And we're not saying that they don't deserve to make a lot of money or anything. They go through a lot of schooling and stuff. But this money could be used in way better places, in my opinion. Yeah, this, this just hurts because, don't get me wrong. Okay. Yes. Teachers got a pay raise of a thousand dollars from our state and that's, and that's great. But I have to say it almost feels like it's appeasement or hush money. You know? I, I think hush money is the perfect way to say you it. Know, and so I just, to me being in education, um, and these are the people who build the future mm-hmm. for all of us, as well as the first responders when it comes to police, fire, ambulance, all these things. And considering our state is basically at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to salary and wages to hear that people who make $150,000 as usually a secondary job, not their primary, uh, to hear that they're getting pay bumps because they feel like they should be more competitive with pay to other states around us. Not only pay bumps, but this didn't go through legislation like it pretty much 100% of the time does. This is using a special provision to just go ahead and give it to yourself and your cohort. <sighs> this just stings, man, because give, don't get me wrong. $2 million is not going to amount much when it comes to if you're trying to distribute that to pay for teachers. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, $10 for every teacher versus a Supreme Court justice or these other people getting a $15,000, I'll take the $10 every day. Yeah. Or 
Make it where it's earmarked for money for special needs areas. There are schools in the Delta, Central Mississippi, and in South Central Mississippi that don't have teachers, that don't have basic supplies. Kids do not have clothing, appropriate food, uh, necessities to even become educated. And the idea that somebody who is getting a set, who is this is their second job typically, is getting a fifteen thousand dollar pay bump. Doesn't make sense, especially when our state is as low as it is when it comes to funding, proper education, proper food, the entire nine yards when it comes to the plethora of the, of the South, which I love, don't get me wrong, but we just don't have what we should be doing. A thousand dollars pay bump for teachers is great, but that's something that should have happened 10 years ago and we should be building on our $10,000 pay bump by now you know, over a period of 10 years. I get governments have, you know, shortfalls. I get the pandemic, but I got news for you. Since this pandemic, more money has flooded into this state for different reasons than we've ever seen before. And what I hear so far is teachers get $1,000. Something doesn't add up. And that's just my personal opinion. If that offends anybody, I apologize. But the reality of it is we need to take care of what builds our future not what pads our pocketbook to be competitive with other states. Yeah. And one of the ways that, this pass in 2012 was to increase court filing fees. So they made it harder to sit in front of them to give themselves more money. Oh, insult to injury. Just I saying. mean, just insult salt on the injury. wound. Uh, I just, mm, it gives me, it gives me too much. You know, guys, this leads me into our next sponsor, you know, and he does DeSoto Cleaning, and that's Brian Rowe. And he is one of our best, best sponsors, and he's also a close personal friend. I'm not going to lie. And sometimes I wish he could maybe clean up the government with his equipment, <laughs> but that's not how it works. Instead, Brian specializes in doing floors such as tile and grout, hardwood, and especially steam cleaning carpet. Uh, and there's just nobody better, and there's nobody who's fair and honest better than Brian is with his company. He does amazing work. We tell you all the time, he has a great, he runs his a business through a Facebook page. They have all these amazing videos of before and after where it shows what his equipment can do. And this is the kind of equipment you really don't want a guy to try to do yourself. Don't no. get me wrong. There's some weekend warriors out there, weekend heroes, whatever you want to call it. And you want to go rent this equipment and you want to try to figure out what the right chemical construction is and all that kind of stuff and try to do it yourself and maybe save a few bucks. But I can tell you now, you will not regret if you call Brian to help him come out and quote your place and you'll realize i will save my money headache heartache and my back backache back yeah. and muscle ache exactly. and feeling like and you'll get to meet somebody who gives back brian does so much he helps with our schools over there his son is a center hill just made the basketball team way to go adam and everything <laughs> else and you know he's a part of us and he helps out at the school doesn't charge it i mean when you have people who support our kids, mm-hmm. who support our community and does it for everybody in here and is fair, give his shirt off his back to help you out. Why are you not calling this guy first? Knowing that your dollar is not just going to go into somebody's pocketbook. It's actually going to help your community. Yeah. It's going back and supporting your community, building up your schools and ensuring that everyone has what they need. Guys, right now, go check out Facebook and look up DeSoto Cleaning, okay? And you will see what we're talking about. If you have a small area that needs to be cleaned, heck, it could be an outdoor patio. It could be just a certain spot. It doesn't matter. It's check summer season. You you're going to want people over. You're going to want to make sure show off your house. He's going to make sure you're actually showing off your house and not closing off doors so yes. people can't go into yeah, And Which, by the way, I have a habit of doing that. <laughs> but like a good example, my beautiful daughter, she spilled some Kool-Aid on her couch. We had a stain, this, that, or so on. I asked Brian about it. He came over with that fancy equipment that he's had. Couch looks brand new. 
I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's an advertiser and you're like, oh, you're saying that because, you know, he pays you. No, I'm telling you, that's 100% honest. He came over, he saved a couch so he doesn't have to spend $1,000 to get a new couch. To me, money well spent. And he offers discounts for anyone that listens to OB Pod. Just give us a mention, 15% off. But if you're a first responder, military, educator, he's going to give you 20% off. All I got to say is OB Pod and you get a discount. It's getting better and better. Go check him out now, guys. You will not regret it. Now, I understand sometimes there are places that just can't be cleaned, can't be fixed, and the only thing you need is a hand grenade. <laughs> and so I get it. But uh, our next sponsor is Rodman Properties, and that is iBuyDeSoto.com. And they look for houses that are in bad shape, what we would call trash houses, disposal houses, uh, eyesores, whatever. And they want to try to buy them. a menace to society. Yeah, as we spoke of last week. And they want to buy them off your hands, take that responsibility off of you and give you a fair price for it. And they want to rejuvenate that house to help rejuvenate the community. Their company has been here locally in South Haven and Olive Branch for a long time. They do a fantastic job. You can go to their Facebook page as well, which is at Robin Properties. And you'll see these little videos will show before and after of what they do to these homes that have been neglected or what bequeathed down probably through a divorce or a death in the family. And you'll see how they rejuvenate this house. And it's beautiful. And not only that, you can also go in there and you can help vote and make suggestion on homes as they're rejuvenating them. Just the other day, they were asking for advice on what kind of hardware to put on cabinets. They were asking for paint colors, different styles of tile or brick for it comes to a fireplace they were redoing. I mean, come on. This means you're getting the community involved to make a decision on how a house looks within your community. Can't be better than that. No, I mean, everyone's always looked through the window and be like, man, I really hate my neighbor's cabinets. Well, sometimes now you can actually do something <laughs> about it <laughs> yeah you never know and so trust me abby and smith's robin are fantastic people and they're fair you can actually talk to them and get an honest answer and they're gonna give you an honest price they're not gonna be one of those people who has a sign on every corner like you see on brooks road winchester everywhere else we buy houses for cash <laughs> call now all that kind of stuff no they want to come out there and look at your place they want to give you an honest referral when it comes to what they think what they can do and if they buy your home they'll give you a good price and they're going to turn your home into something great sometimes they resell them after they rejuvenate them or they'll turn them into a rental property that actually is helpful to the community. Not one of those things where it's a low rent piece of garbage. Don't take care of the grass and it's a nuisance or just an eyesore for your community. That doesn't happen to these guys. Go check them out at iBuyDeSoto.com right now. They have all their pages, links, and information. If you have any kind of questions or give them a call, all their contact information is on the website. Our last bit of news is coming from the Business Industry Political Education Committee, or BIPIC. They have handed out grades for lawmakers, and this is a little bit of a fun one. <laughs> you could say that again. <laughs> Nothing like giving grades to our lawmakers. Yeah, you know, it's like they're back in class. You know, we're holding them a little bit of accountable. And it definitely seems like we need to, as not a single Mississippi House member received an A grade. So you mean to tell me they sloughed off during the pandemic like everybody else did? Absolutely. <laughs> And so here is all of the DeSoto County House members and their grades as state reps. Mr. Jeff Hale received a B. Bill Kincaid received a B. Jerry Darnell, C. Dan Eubanks, C. Hester Jackson McRae, C. Steve Hopkins got that illustrious D. And we even had an F in Miss Dana Criswell. Now, I see. I think we need some remediation. 
Yeah, I, I think we really need to look at some of the people that we're voting in and see how much they actually care about us because this was during a pandemic. So, you know, don't get me wrong. This is the opinion of this committee. Yes. You know, so you don't know what the criteria was. You don't know if there's opinions. You don't know if there's a political motivation behind it. But so it's we're certainly just shining you, a light. It is. But we're just giving you what they determined. And this mm-hmm. is not what we determined or anyone else. This is just that committee. So just look at it for what it is. Now, what about the Senate? That is looking a lot better as all three of the people in our county got A's. Senator Kevin Blackwell, Michael McLendon, and David Parker got that go. illustrious A grade. Well, there you go. That's awesome. That's what you want to hear. So not all bad news. There no. were some people who know how to excel in the computer during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, we do know some of those are local business owners and, you know, making sure that those small business owners were taken care of. Absolutely. Well, guys, that wraps up our news and our intro for the show. And we have a great show ahead of you. we got a message from Ken Adams, our mayor-elect, as well as a segment with Back with Bob. Also, we have a movie review as well as a cool debate right there at the end of the show. So you have a bunch to look forward to. Do you think you're paying too much for insurance or you're tired of not actually getting an agent when you call? I think it might be time to switch to the home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Josh McIntyre is our local agent and supports our schools, our local businesses, community, and even takes care of all our insurance needs. That's home, life, and auto. Give him a call today, 662-893-5250, or visit him at his office at 6901 Cockrum Road, which is Highway 305. Guys and gals, we've got a special guest today. I've got Mayor-Elect, Mr. Ken Adams. Ken, how are we doing today? Doing great, Zach. Thanks for having me back on. Man, we're so happy to have you. Uh, I know it's uh, it's been an exciting week or so for you. Uh, congratulations from us uh, on the win to become our next mayor. We're pretty excited. And uh, we want to get with you on here. And maybe if you had a few words, you want to tell the listeners what to expect or uh, anything you want to say to them after the vote. You bet. Uh, thanks, Zach. And thanks for the role that OB Podcast played in informing voters along the way. Uh, you were extremely helpful. Uh, I'm very humbled by being elected, and I'm very thankful for the turnout. We set record numbers in all six wards in Olive Branch. As far as the turnout, it was awesome, and, and that is great for the for democracy and the democratic process. I'm excited about getting to work. Uh, I'll be sworn in on, on July 1, uh, and then there'll be a swearing-in of the Board of Aldermen and, and probably the mayor again in a ceremonial swearing-in on July the 6th before the first board meeting. But I'm certainly ready to get down to business and to uh, – attempt to be the very best mayor I can be for Olive Branch. And I appreciate the people that voted for me. And I, I'm so thankful for that. And for folks that didn't vote for me as well, I'm, I plan to serve everyone to the best of my ability and, and look forward to helping Olive Branch be everything that it can be. Uh, and to stay in touch with people by way of a lot of vehicles, but OB Podcast being one of those. So we'll stay connected and, and keep your listeners informed. And I look forward to their ideas and input as well for the city of Olive Branch. Ken, I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate you. Um, you know, really excited to see the progress and growth under your leadership. And we look forward to reporting with you uh, continuously through this entire thing. And again, thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And again, uh, thanks for airing programs by WebOB Podcast, uh, which is doing a super job for our citizens. Thanks again. Are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website 
www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. Hi, guys and gals. Our next guest is Bob Bakken with our Back to Bob section. Bob, how you doing today, brother? Hey, really good. So what's your favorite way to keep cool on these uh, hot uh, summer days here, huh? Oh, man, let me tell you. Well, we were handing flyers out at the LB Festival, and we were using our own flyers as fans, and I think they got a little more use that way because it was quite a hot one today. Yeah, I know. For me, it's a great sport to and a lot of ice, believe me, I tell you. <laughs> I hear you there, brother. So, Bob, we wanted yeah. to bring you back on this week and kind of uh, talk about the election. Um, can you let the listeners know, you know, how the how do voting go across DeSoto County in general and then maybe how it compared to Olive Branch. Well, I know in several communities they were, you know, they would like to have seen. Well, I, I think all over you would you, you want to see more people come out to vote in these local elections. Um, typically, local elections don't do all that well as far as getting a voter turnout. Um, uh, but in Olive Branch, there was certainly a lot of uh, interest and a lot of voter turnout uh, in uh, the local elections on on Election Day. And I think part of that had to do with uh, a couple of things. Number one, of course, was the fact that there's uh, a new mayor that is going to come on board as uh, Ken Adams uh, and Don Hall met with uh, uh, Ken Adams, of course, uh, coming up as the winner. And whenever there's a, a change of command, you might say, in the city, it gives people an opportunity to uh, rise up and um, let their voice be heard. So I think that was part of it, of course. And and obviously there were some competitive uh, elections in Olive Branch. There were some people that, did that, that uh, got out and did some campaigning. Uh, I, I look at um, first uh, Vanessa Caswell. You saw a number of things from her. Uh, Jarvis uh, Cook, you also saw a few things from him as well. Uh, and of course you got had the had the Republican incumbents that were certainly out there and knocking on doors and doing everything that they uh, do to uh, try to get reelected. Of course, they all gathered, of course, uh, with the uh, state auditor uh, on uh, the Saturday before the elections for a rally. And uh, that uh, was there to show solidarity and get out uh, the vote. Um, so, but the numbers were really good in, in all branch. I think all in all, um, for the most part, I think, uh, there were some really good numbers uh, in in Olive Branch. Uh, with uh, you, you have like close to five thousand people voting for mayor, for instance. Uh, that I think said a lot uh, for the interest in the local elections uh, in Olive Branch that you may not have seen elsewhere in the uh, cities of DeSoto County. I, I also, you know, one one thing. A lot of times, is because of the the way the system is set up. In uh, Mississippi, you have the uh, party primary elections in April, and many times that actually determines uh, the uh, June result because one party may choose not to um, uh, uh, post a candidate for a certain uh, office, and so the uh, winner of the primary from the other off from the other party is the one that uh, actually goes on without opposition to win in June. So. Uh, there were a number of uh, uh, offices uh, in some parts of the county, I think Hernando is one of them, where there really was one contested race for Alderman and Hernando where you had just 
you had everybody pretty much here in olive branch. So I think that uh, uh, speaks well also for the interest in the uh, general election uh, in olive branch. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I had heard uh, we spoke to Ken Adams and he said it was record record setting for olive branch city, and I think that's great. And uh, I think it's uh, it's a sign of the times that you know that maybe a new leadership in town, like you said, having a new mayor. Uh, really brought people out to see, uh, you know, and you know, voice their opinion of who they wanted. So I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, in local elections in particular, the challengers really have uh, the burden of proof to really have to uh, get to the voter and say, this is, you know, there are reasons why there needs to be a change. And when you have a situation like you have in Olive Branch where so many things are going well and uh, the people are attracted to the community. There's new business coming into the community and everything. Uh, it's really hard to be a challenger and to make a case saying, hey, we should just change. And a lot of voters, I think, will go, well, why? Things are going good here. Why do we need to change? And I think that was a challenge that a lot of the uh, challengers had. And they had to put up a pretty good argument and I don't think there was a lot of times where there were really good arguments to be made. Yeah, I agree with you there, Bob. I think you hit the nail on the head. It is definitely more difficult for somebody uh, to challenge an incumbent when things seem to be going so well uh, in in all phases of government and society and you know the communities themselves, or at least to the majority of people. Let's put it that way. And I think what you'll see, uh, Zach and. Uh, and, and cash is that I would look at what happens four years from now, because I heard more than once from someone who lived in the part of what's now Olive Branch that was annexed. And they're saying, well, we're part of Olive Branch right now, but we can't vote because you didn't make the 30 day uh, requirement of residency to be able to qualify, to be able to vote. And you obviously even with the 30 days, you'd still have to have be a registered voter in the city to, to be able to do that. So certainly there are people in those annexed areas that were watching what was going on on election night and going, I wish we could have been able to vote in this election, but we could not. So uh, look at what might happen four years from now and see if those people uh, step up and say, you know, we need to be a louder voice because we are now part of uh, our, our city of Olive Branch, you know. Yeah, I agree, Bob. Bob, thanks again for uh, buzzing in and letting us know uh, what's going on in the county and in Olive Branch. It means a lot to us here, and we always appreciate it. We look forward to our next segment with you down the road. No problem. Uh, swearing in for the new uh, board and mayor, Adams will be uh, at the first meeting of July, July 6th, uh, 6.30 at the uh, municipal court. So if you want to see that change in command become official, that will be the time when the new board and mayor will be sworn into office. Thanks again, Bob. Really appreciate it. No problem. Take care. Is planning your summer getaway becoming too much of a hassle? Then reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher of Magical Destinations. Whether it's a trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, or a tropical getaway, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destination is locally owned in Hernando, so give them a call today at 662-469-6304 
or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. It's now time for the Facts of the Week, and that is brought to you by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street across from the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop. By the way, if you haven't been to the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop, it is pretty dynamite. Our Fact of the Week is, the first school to be established in the area of Olive Branch was Rock Springs School. This school was established in 1836 by Miss German Baker, and this was located near the community of Pleasant Hill. The school was conducted in a one-room log cabin, which also served as a church meeting house. The majority of the teachers in Rock Springs School were from northern states, and they offer classes from everything like ABCs to Latin and Greek. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you th- when you think about you know when you see history books and you think yeah. about these little cabins, you got this visual of like just little chairs and well, a woman what, with a full length dress that goes to the floor and that stick in her hand. Well, you know? I, I remember the old movies. I forgot what it was, but kids were learning on like stone tablets, and so like you're just chiseling your ABCs no, and just doing. I don't Latin. know what cartoon you're oh, watching, man. but that's was, not what we're talking about. Oh here, man, right? it was fantastic. 1836. It could have been. Yeah, were you alive back then? Okay, they were not chiseling on stone. <laughs> Mississippi because we don't have stone to chisel on. I mean, we got mud. We got mudstone in the bottom of Arkham Butler, but that's about it. Hey, we, we got the mighty Mississippi setting trade supplies all the way down. You never know. Yeah, man, that's a bridge too far, homie. No. Well, you know, hey, our bridges broke, th- broken bridges. Too far, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but guys, we want to say thanks again to Rob Long. It was an awesome fact for this week, and we look forward to it every week. Thanks again. With summer here, are you looking to start renovating? Well, North Mississippi Dumpster is the local business you want to contact. All you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. You'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs. They're open seven days a week and have fantastic prices. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site. They service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. So visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901-299-0916. We're going to get to our sports section. There's not a whole lot to discuss, but we do want to mention college baseball. As last week, we talked about how it is the top when it comes to tailgating. tailgating. College-wise, we're looking at Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So, number 12 Ole Miss sadly lost to number 5 Arizona 9-3 to on Friday, but they still have a chance to advance into Omaha if they win on Saturday and Sunday. Now, we are recording today on Saturday. We're doing it a little bit earlier than we normally do, so we do want to wish them luck. Number seven, Mississippi State defeated number 10, Notre Dame, 9-8. to eight, And all they have to do is win one more game, either on Sunday or Monday, to advance. So, again, we wish both teams luck. Unless you are like me, who is a diehard Texas fan, and is just rooting for us to sweep through every single buddy. Or you're hoping that Omaha stands for Ole Miss ain't here again because oh. my brother married into a state family. So, clearly, we just side with that side. And so Ole Miss, hey, we feel better when you lose than when State wins. <laughs> that's that's cold. Man. Oh, that's I can't cold. wait for college football season. Like I, I'm all here for just you know good old sports hate. Like, you know you just don't like somebody strictly because of who they root for, oh, and that's all man. you need in life. Man. So I want everybody to understand that Cash does not speak for OB Pod in total. General, no, no, no. Okay? This, this is this is entirely my opinion and everything. If you want to have fun razzing back and forth, I am 100 percent here for it because that's why we watch sports. Absolutely, guys. If you think Cash was completely out of line. 
online and totally uncalled for, please e- email him at theobpodcast at gmail.com and let him know how you feel. Or just schedule Texas and lose, whichever you prefer. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get to one of our next sections, and that is movie reviews. And in the past week or so, Cash and I have been fortunate enough to go over to the Olive Branch Malco Movie Theater, which is a phenomenal experience as always. And we got to watch Quiet Place 2. Now, action movies are without a doubt the best thing to see in a movie theater but a thriller like this might actually be better like i I don't want to go off with that but sound is such a key character in a movie like this well that's the reason you go to a movie theater is the experience of the dolby digital the giant screen that takes your entire viewpoint the the bucket of popcorn a little bit of candy that you snuck in maybe but like man i I don't want to say this wasn't an action movie but it very much is but it's not like one of those 80 action movie heroes which we will get to later in the show oh there's no doubt guys the movie was absolutely phenomenal if you love the first one the second one stays on par if not maybe it's even a little better like i don't want to say a sequel's better than anything but i man it just might like i I don't want to give any spoilers away for anybody just because it is still three weeks i know a lot of people are wanting to stream it but please don't stream it go out not only support your local movie theater but Get the enhanced version that you're going to get sitting in this theater. Agreed. Guys, the movie, if you don't know, Quiet Place is a movie about a... Um, I don't know. if I guess they're aliens as we find out. It's an alien invasion, and they are aliens that are designed based on hearing. They don't Mm -hmm. have eyes. If you hear something, they attack. And the aliens are cladded in a type of skin armor that gunfire, bombs, explosions, that kind of stuff really doesn't. They're kind of impervious to it. And they are of super strength and size. They they walk around like spiders, but on four legs. They're creepy. I mean, it is such a cool design that you have as an alien. It is amazing. And the whole deal is, is the premise of the story is is not about the aliens. Mm. It's about a family that has to find a way to survive amongst an alien invasion. And it's actually post-alien invasion. Mm-hmm. The aliens came, they decimated the population, and all you have is these small outliers of individuals who I have found a way to survive. we're at like 479 days or something it's like, like that. It's like a little over a year later. And so you have to understand, it's not like the Walking Dead or zombie movies where you can see it and run away mm-hmm. from it. These things, if they are heard, your chances of survival are nil. Yeah, I mean, you can go like maybe seven decibels or something above, right. but you are panicking right. if you're going that uh, high over. And the-, the great thing about the movie is, is that the reason the family has done so well is that one of the children is deaf. And believe it or not, this is a truly deaf actor who mm-hmm. portrays this part. And so... A lot of times during the movie, you'll hear sound because you're getting it from the viewpoint of one of the characters that can hear. But then the parts of the movie, you'll also get the movie from the viewpoint of, of, her. of her who is deaf and you have no sound and you realize how intense and how oh, amazing man. and tingling it makes you feel to realize the tension of it's right there and you can't hear it. Well, and just some of the rollover they have of the first movie, you do really need to see the first movie to understand a lot of things, but... Emily Blunt, who's playing the mother, she still has a hole in her foot from stepping on a nail. And that is still registered oh, yeah. it's right here. The detail, the attention to detail, things of that nature are phenomenal. Like, they also do in the second one, they decide to go back and give you a preview of what happened on the day it happened. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Like, I was trying to figure out, is this needed and everything? But no, it very much is just so we actually understand what we're dealing with, how it's going about. And their opening scene of just seeing them come and just start waylaying people, just smacking yeah. them, seeing oh. the strength. Yes. Oh, and my goodness. It was just, it was great. 
the set design, the things you don't think about that would be possible during this time. Great writing. Yeah. Just to me, so far, it's one of my top movies of all 2021. I, I mean, I'm going to say the last five years easily. Just the attention to the detail because there's a lot of things we look for that other people won't. Just uh, we're a little bit snobbish. But just seeing vegetation growth and seeing how the earth would kind of take over if it had a year of non-pollution. You know, you don't have cars driving up and down. You don't have construction. Yeah, so everything see, is green. Yeah, you see so much more greenery. You see crops growing up. Yeah, like, it's There's so it's many things that's a lot of fun with this. And like you said, when you're going through a chase scene and there is zero sound and this person is running for their life. There's nothing it just like changes it. everything. Yeah, I mean, you're on edge. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. We give it a top rating. Go see it. You will not regret it. Guys, in our last segment, we want to continue what we've been doing for the last few weeks, and we want to pose a debate question to try to get some opinions and learn a little bit more about us as our hosts, yeah. as well as learn a little bit about our community. Cash, what's our debate today? Yeah. Now, I mean, the important thing that people need to know is typically we don't even know what the other person has brought up as the question. One of us just texts each other like, hey, I got the question. I'll put it up whenever we start potting. That's why sometimes we have agreements. We're not a sports talk show or like first take to where we're just going to disagree to disagree. Like if we agree, cool. But this time, since it's kind of like a ranking, I think that there's no way that we are actually going to agree. (laughs) So a few days back, it was actual iced tea day. National Iced Tea Day. Now, in the South, that only means one thing. Sweet tea. Like uh, There is no other kind of version of iced tea. If you ask for hot tea in the South, you're going to get some eyes, son. Yeah. Right? Um, and you better be getting ready to add sugar to it so the sugar melts. Exactly. <laughs> one, as uh, I said earlier, my brother married into a state family, but also a huge sweet tea fan. And he asked for uh, sweet tea one time. And the lady goes, I have unsweet tea with sugar on the table. And he's an older gentleman, and he just, well, honey, have you ever tried to incorporate <laughs> sugar into cold water? No, it don't happen. No, it's I called just, grit. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just like, oh, this poor woman, she did not ask for this. We tipped well, don't worry. But, you know, I'm it's sorry. just one of those learning experiences. I'm sorry, guys. Like I tell everybody, and my kids know it, my wife knows it, anybody who knows me, if you drink unsweet tea, you're drinking pond water. Yeah. That's what I've called it for life, and you know, it can stay that way. I went to a restaurant the other day. I was drinking sweet tea. I asked for a tea to go, and I got outside. I took a swig of it, and I about <laughs> lost my cookies. It was nothing but straight A pond water. It was disturbing. Absolutely not. Yeah, Absolutely it, not. What's so the what, point? So what's the, what's the debate about sweet tea? Where are you going to find the best sweet tea in the area? Mm. Now, a lot of restaurants, they, they, this is their backbone. So, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different things that can come from this. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. Um, this is tough because, you know, some places are just not consistent. One day it could be the best tea. Next day you're like, pond water. A little light, a little light, <laughs> you know, borderline pond water. Uh, but uh, you go first, you know. The place that I have found consistently for me to be the best sweet tea is Sweet Pepper's Deli, right there in front of that Target and everything. Gotcha. I am not a steady goer of Sweet Pepper, so I cannot compare with that one. So um, I would say if I want consistent best sweet tea, and it is a backbone of their restaurant. Oh, God. Okay. That, believe it or not is Abby's okay. in Olive Branch. Well, you see, I've only been to Abbey's once, and I do pronounce it differently, and you took me there. And then I was banned from ever going there ever again because <laughs> my stomach did just not agree 
with that place? Well, I can tell you right now, it is one of my favorite places to eat in Olive Ranch. Um, if you're looking for something a little bit quicker, but it's like home cooked meals. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they, food was fantastic. Yeah, it's just, man, I'm a sucker. They they're one of the few places that has sweet potato I was about casserole, to say. and it is off the chain. Now, don't get me wrong. For 16 ounces is a stick of butter, probably a <laughs> cup of sugar. Brown uh, sugar on top oh, of Oh, by it. the way, they're going to throw another stick of butter <laughs> in there uh, with brown sugar, uh, breadcrumbs mixed all together. It is orange happiness in a cup. Hey, it's southern you. happiness right there. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, it is dynamite. And then, of course, they also do baked chicken wings. You know how hard it is to find a place that gives you true baked chicken wings? And I'm talking about just divine. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. Um, they do a fish plate, and they do real greens. They do real green beans. I was about to you say, you, like, you actually, you're not getting French fries at this place. I mean, no, like, no, their French fries are actually sliced mini golden potatoes. potatoes. So it looks like thick chips that are fried. And let me tell you, Jack, <laughs> I, I know we're talking about sweet tea, but so their place right there, they, they have a, a cool little ad campaign they did where it's a grandma, you have a sweet grandma and one that ain't so sweet. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so the sweet grandma is that perfect, like it's something like KFC's wife, you know what yeah. I mean? Like just a perfect, wholesome, big smile and super sweet tea on the side of their cup. And then they have the not so sweet grandma and this one looks like she's she's got three teeth, two in her pocket, <laughs> holding a shotgun. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you know, not so sweet. Yeah. You know, let me tell you, they sell a whole lot more or less sweet and it is to die for. And plus, if you buy one of their souvenir cups, it's free refills. Oh, so how many of the souvenir cups you got? Uh, no comment. I have decided not to buy one due to I don't want to make my obesity worse than it is. Understandable. You know, it is one of those things where I just say I won't go back every day if I, you know, <laughs> as long as I have to buy it. You know what I mean? So, uh, right now, that's probably my number one. Well, okay. So go ahead, everybody. Let us know what you think is the best sweet tea in the area. Is hold it on, sweet peppers? Hold on, pump oh. your brakes. Now we got to have some honorable mentions. Now, as a sweet tea connoisseur snob, I, as I consider myself, you well, know, where are you ranking your own sweet tea? Because you do have some of the best <sighs> I've ever had in the area. Uh, see, I'm very picky about my sweet tea. I have a actual commercial sweet tea maker you know you, you put the bags in a certain type of water a certain amount of sugar and get the exact same product you made and some right not, before we even got up here potting that's right and believe it or not i make mine decaffeinated so it's even better for you and you can't even tell the difference that and, is very true and so um but honorable mentions uh believe it or not right next door the chick-fil-a of olive branch has never let me down when it comes to sweet tea unless they just happen to give me pond water by accident <laughs> but if they give you sweet tea it's usually consistently good sweet tea the olive branch sonic they're right there uh, the old goodman road yep they actually do really well when it comes to sweet tea at that location not all sonics are that way you go to the one over on hacks cross sadly it's 50 50 when it comes to their sweet tea one day great next day not so great i was gonna say the one in goodman and get well i don't think i've ever gotten a good sweet tea at that location exactly so you gotta understand like it's different strokes different folks 100 mm-hmm. percent like that but when it comes to like a true fast food restaurant this or someone now a dine-in restaurant the corky's there in olive branch right in front of the malco consistently does great southern style sweet tea because it has more of a draw it's a heavier brew flavor and if you're a lemon lover they give you fresh lemon with it uh typically i am not a lemon person whenever i drink sweet tea but with them i do love having the lemon give it a nice little squeeze because like you said it's such a heavier tea flavor it is a heavier cuts through it does because i think that's the reason they do that and i don't understand people that drink that brisk tea like that is just the most disgusting thing in the world to me i'm sorry i mean to me that's mouth punishment oh my goodness (laughs) like my my mom didn't say i will wash your mouth out with a bar of soap i will throw a can of brisk tea down your mouth was my punishment (laughs) And by God, I never said another bad Put word me again. Out of misery now. <laughs> no, Mom, no. 
Yes, yes. But also that Corky's just shout out to them for having one of the coolest just bar areas and then just decors in the area around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kudos there. Kudos there. We ate there just the other day. And then so. that Rays, uh, Wings and Feathers right there that had the yes. nice little uh, thing for the Austin Eldridge. Some of the most consistent, best dine-in sweet tea you're going to get in the area. That is true. Yes. Miss R- Miss Rhonda over there who does a fantastic job at that restaurant. They do a great – that's a buffet-style restaurant here local. Does a lot of community support stuff. Yep. They're really, really good. And so a lot of kind of like Abbey's and everything thing yeah. to where it's going to be kind of the same food but you enjoy your environment a little bit more you're not trying to rush out of there it's that kind of place you go to where you look forward to seeing other people sitting at other tables beside you Very you know what i'm so. saying absolutely it's that southern social culture mm-hmm. i mean it's buffet style but you can't order from short or cook believe it or not that's your son luke does a fantastic job and he is known for quite a nice burger Yes. I mean, I've never had a bad meal there. Guys, we're going to call that for our show this week. Guys, we want to tell you to make sure you go check out our brother podcast. That is UTW, which stands for Under the Water Tower. They do a phenomenal job out of Hernando. And guys, they do a lot of really cool stuff when it comes to their local government news, community support, as well as uh, some other cool announcements they do, as well as they're doing a fun deal right now where they talk about favorite TV shows, favorite movies, and doing some cool facts about themselves when they're graduated. It's a cool little fun segment. Mm -hmm. It's a good something to listen to let the time go by while you're at work or in your car so if you're enjoying what you listen when it comes to us give them a listen as well remember we are on social media we're on facebook and that is at ob pod as well as twitter that's where you'll be able to see all of the photos that we took for the ob festival is on our face yes if you're listening to this right now go to facebook and check it out make sure you like the page also guys if you're enjoying our podcast we ask you strongly to share it with your friends right now our numbers are exploding and that's because we want to say thank you to you guys because y'all are doing this you're here hearing us, you're telling your friends, you're sharing the audio tags we put out on Facebook and Twitter and other places, and you're letting people know more about our community, and we appreciate it. Today at the LB Festival, we had several people come up and go, hey, we listen to you guys, it's good to meet you, and da-da-da, and there's not a better paycheck in the world. There really is. You get to isn't. meet a, a citizen or a friend or a piece of the community that really just knows who you are and enjoys what the product we put out there, and so if you can go back and share our stuff or even give us a positive review on iTunes, it goes a long, long way. Or even just use some of our sponsors and let them know that you heard about them through us because hearing back from our sponsors and knowing that y'all are using them instead of going to a national brand or anything, that truly does mean the world to us that we're able to promote our community and connect each other. As always, guys, we really appreciate you listening to us. We hope you listen in next week. We had a great show. Uh, But until then, I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see y'all then. (laughs) 